maybe that's not him now. I hear what you're saying, but let, let's just consider a different perspective for, for, a, for a moment. What, what the remark is telling us is that even though the, the incremental approach starting from the lowest to the highest, like Masil Sishwam, as you pointed out, is a spiritual path to, to grow to um, godless and uh, Kedusha. However, when it comes to the um, spiritual realm of, uh, let's say, of, of uh, the spheros, there, there's, there's another alternative path which um, is all inclusive and maybe even, maybe in, 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 the, in that sense, more, in, more effective than, than the path going from the, from the lower to the higher. Why is that? Because since we are comprised of the spheres, that means that we, we have an aspect of the spheres in, in, ingrained in our souls. So since we have an aspect of the spheres ingrained within our souls, the highest sphere is the Keta. And therefore, we don't have to go through a process to actualize the Keta. The Keta is, is already inherently, innately occurs within us because of, because of the, the reality of our, of our existence. We, we it comes from the Keta. And that's what that's what Ramak is telling us that in our emulation of Hashem, we we can start off really from the very beginning in the emulation of Hashem to, to emulate the chapter, and and that's that's the specific place that we we should start off because we don't have to we don't have to work for that we just have to realize that that's in, in the emulation that's the reality in the in the inner core of who we are. We, we have that meter of the, of the Keter. And what he's telling us now in, the, in this beginning of chapter Bays is that the, the, the secret of the Keter is another because it's the another which the Keter experiences by having the awareness of, of being the, the first emanation coming from the Ein Sof. And all that love and rachamim, which, which creates the existence of the Keter, fills the Keter with, with tremendous busha, which, which, which then translates into anava, and that neutralizes any aspects of ga'ava that the, that the Keter might have, because since it's a creation, it might sense, it might ha have a sense of especially since it's the first emanation of Hashem, that might have a sense of superiority over, over the other spheres and creation. The Anava neutralizes that totally, that Busha totally neutralizes that sense of, of Gaiva, and that makes the uh, Keter um, able to um, uh, embrace and and be a full expression of a full um, 
revelation, a full re reality of pure rachamim, which which it distributes to all the all the spheres and creations below it. So therefore, it, it's 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 an alternative way to start because it's the essence of our being and in the, the emulation of Hashem. Since we're created with that, with, with the with the meat of the keter, that sense of another and busha and rachamim together, then that's really the, that's the place to begin. Just as as all of the emanation, which comes from the angel, so most of it is um, revealed in the keter, and then the keter distributes it to the other spheres below it. So too, since we come and we emanate from the, from the keter. And, and the aspects of our soul that's innate in our being, so that's the place. That's the place to um, begin the em, the emulation of Hashem, and that's a tremendous chiddush of the Ramak. Who would ever think such a thing? You know, most Kabbalists don't 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 want to really discuss the Keter because it's it's so close to the Ein Sof. There they are. They are afraid to talk about it because how, how can how can it be defined in, in any concepts that that um, you know they don't um, misrepresent it? But the remark he's not afraid to talk about it because he said there's a difference between ex expressing the, the the aspects the aspects and the meters of the keter and ver versus experiencing it. It's to experience the keter. In, in, in the sense of all of its light and all of its rachanim, that's, that's beyond us. It, it's, it's something that it's too close to the Ainsof. The, the, the line between the Keter and the Ainsof is, is something that we can't, we can't really understand that distinction. And therefore, it, it's, it's, not, it's not something that we can really experience. But the, the Attributes of it, the meters of it, you give them meters of rachamim, the meters of another. In terms of the those concepts, we can conceptualize them. We can grasp that as much as we as much as we can. It's something that we can understand and internalize. Okay, shoot. Let's let's begin the first one. Echas, hakolelas hakol. This is all inclusive. The first pula that we need to emulate is all inclusive. That's very important. That means that everything is included in this particular mida or pula. He midas haanava. It is the attribute of another, which is humility. Because humility is dependent upon the Keter. So this is, this is another understanding of why it's so important to start with the Keter. Because the, the um, foundation of all good meters is another. So if we don't start with another, it's it's going it's it's going to um, we'll we'll always be remiss we we won't be we won't have that shlemus that another gives us which is that busha 
of being in, in the presence of Hashem, that, that busha, the innate busha that we have, which, which, which um, permeates our being from the Keter, and is, it is really the root of all Midas Tobos, because it, it's the busha which, not, which neutralizes the Gaiva. So that's why it's, that's why it's all inclusive. That's another reason why he starts with the, with the Keter, because the Keter gives us the another and the busha which neutralizes by definition any aspects or meters of gaiba within within the within the ego. Now we have the you know the uh, the question: How do how do you get rid of the ego? You know the ego is is a very powerful force. And he's telling us there's a very there's a very basic way, very effective way, very potent way to neutralize the ego, and that is to get in touch with your uh, keter, the aspects of your keter, because the keter itself has that sense of busha, because it's receiving its existence and its light from the love and rachamim of the orain soul, for that, and that produces that busha, which is anava which neutralizes the any aspects of Gaiva and allows the pure Rachamim to flow into the meter of um, of, 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 of the Tzalem Elohim, of a, of a person. So it, it's a wonderful place to start because, you know, in a certain sense, all of life is, is overcoming the ego. And the Ramak is telling us Here's the place to start. Keter is the place to start because Keter, by definition, in reality, overcomes any sense of gaiva because it receives its, its existence directly from the Orient soul, the infinite Rachamin, and that evokes a tremendous sense of busha, which translates into another, which is no the another, which allows the pure Rachamin to fill the, the Keter. Or in, in man's in man's sense, his heart and his soul. Shahari himida al kol midos. The keter is the highest of all the all the midos, all, all of the spheres. Yet it does not tend to elevate itself upwards at all. In other words, above the other spheres, in the sense of having some sense of superiority. I'm not the opposite. The opposite, it descends and looks downwards always. And there are two reasons for this. What are the two reasons why instead of elevating itself in the sense of feeling superior, the Keter does the opposite. It descends and looks downwards instead of upwards. Two reasons why. The first reason is the Keter is embarrassed and ashamed to look up at the cause of its reality and its existence, which is the Ain't Sof, the, the Ma'atzil. It's receiving its existence, its light, its emanation directly from the Ainso, from the love, the, the Rachlim, the Chesed, the Ainso. Not just, it's not coming through the, the channels 
of the of the of the spheres until it until it reaches it. The Keter is receiving exactly you know, the, the, the light, the sunshine of the Ainsof, so to speak, is directly emanating the existence of the Keter. And that's there's no greater shame than that. You know, because it's it's giving it life, you know, life itself. And existence through the love and, and the rachamim of Ainsof. Ele matziloi mabipo, just the opposite. The Ainsof looks at the keter, utamid lahetivo, to continuously and always bestow its benefit and goodness upon the keter. So it's, it's pouring its love, and it's pouring its goodness on the Keter co continuously. And it's looking with love at the Keter to, to bring the Keter into existence. The Keter is, is, is embarrassed and ashamed in the, in the sense of the, the, the tremendous, infinite, unconditional love it's receiving. It can't even look up at the at the at the at the, Enzo, at the Matzio. The Matzio is looking at the Keter to Give it its existence with, with with such goodness and love that the the Keter is, is embarrassed and ashamed, and that causes the humility. So in turn, the Keter, instead of looking up, is looking down, looking at all the spheres and creations below it. So now, in terms of the emulation of the Keter, also a person needs to be embarrassed to look upwards, to look, to, to raise his head upwards with conceit or arrogance or gaiva, like, you know, we say his, his, uh, his nose is, uh, is, is up, which, which means uh, body language of, of gaiva. We should be embarrassed because we have the core of the Keter, the core meat of the Keter within us, which is the Busha and the and Anava. At Elotadir, Istakil Mata, we should always be looking downwards, Levchis Atzmoi, to minimize ourselves, as much as we possibly can. And this attribute of another is dependent on the position of the head. He's talking about what they call in the world body language. The Torah knew about this um, from the time of the uh, Kadmonim, know, from the time of uh, from ever, forever, really. This is, this is one of the um, revealed aspects of the Torah, which Mr. Ramak is telling us over here. It's all about this, the the goof, the body language, and that's a very real thing. If we if we raise our heads upwards, we will assume arrogance. It's just just the, just the way the, the the body works. The physiology of the body is is wired in such a way that if a, if a person looks upwards with arrogance, it will it will awaken arrogance or conceit. Arrogance only is activated, is only awakened when a person lifts up his head. He's talking about physically. That's body language. 
But the, the person of humility, the humble man, always lowers his head to look downwards, which we find also the same idea in the Geras Ranban, that we should always be looking downwards with great humility. So this is an incredible Kiddush and understanding that the emulation of the Kepler actually is um, very much something that we can actually control through the position of our head, which is what we call body language. Head up, head up in the air towards Gaiva, makes, make, awakens Gaiva. The head with its eyes looking downwards makes humility because we're, we are connected to the uh, the sphere of Anava, um, of, uh, of Keter, it's, it's, it's ingrained in our being. So just as the Keter always looks downwards, because it's embarrassed to look upwards, we can awaken that, that means that the Keter within us, the, that Anava within us, by also training ourselves to look downwards. And if we look upwards, it will reverse the um, the Mida and Gaiva will awaken. But if we look downwards, it will activate the Mida of another, which is in which is inherently experienced by and in the Keter. And since we emanate from the Keter, it will be awakened and, and experienced by us as long as we look downwards, which is the way of the of the humble man, the man of, of humility. He's he looks always downwards. Okay, so I'm going to state what I think is obvious at this point. When we're talking about the Busha, we're talking about that that's something that we can access, right? But, you know, Chachila for a person, right? If I know that, that I'm, you know, the one selected to be, you know, the cancer, so to speak, right? I'm gonna receive, you know, everything from the highest of the high. So, you know, the Khatiba, I'm gonna be very proud, person's gonna be very proud, right? So but we know we have to we have to experience and we have to access the Busha. So the 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 safe right? I, I'm, I'm assuming that the the soda of the safe since the soda of, of the Mida is another which comes from Busha, so these are all ways that we can actualize and access that that inner busha that inner another right? because it's easy to say we're going to do it but actually the be you know the, the the ego we've been talking about this is basically the bulos that we need to do in order to have the ability to access that busha is yes right it's a fair statement and it's accurate in what we're saying consistent with, with, the, with, the, with the teachings of the Torah before, the, the natural state um, of, of any, any um, sphera or entity which has this quality of um, being the, uh, the first one that exists or the, the highest one that exists, so it's all the same. 
um, that itself produces a natia, a tendency towards towards arrogance, the superiority above the ones below it. It's a, it's a natural a natural inclination. So how does how does uh, Hashem neutralize that? Very simply. He shines his love so powerfully and his rachamim so directly on the Keter and looks at the Keter with such incredible love, endless love and unconditional love. And love that love that is so clear because the very the very existence of the Keter is emanated from the Ainsov. The Ainsov responds reflexively with Busha. It is, it is embarrassed to receive its existence directly from the Or Ainsov of the infinite love of, of the Keter, of the, of the Ainsov. And that produce, produces the Busha, which produces Anava. And, and once that neutralizes the Gaiva, and once the gaiva is neutralized, then the keter can just receive and become a pure entity of infinite rachamim, which will, which will then it, it then um, shares or distributes or has has rachamim on all of the creations and series below below it. It, em it emulates the Ainsof in the sense that it reflects the Rachami of the Ainsof. But, but the Ainsof um, is, uh, is undefinable, it's unknowable. Um, and only the, the only, the, only the, the, the Keter can only emulate it because the, the um, dimensions the dimensions of, of Rachamim, of the Orient Sof, are totally beyond, totally beyond comprehension of, of, of any thought, even of, even of the Keter cannot comprehend it. It's like, you know, it's, 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 it's beyond. It's uh, something that, uh, it's, it's not, not fathomable to any created being. Yes, even to the Keter. It, experience, it experiences it in, in, in a sense of, of knowing it's just, just, just grasping a tip or one, okay, so one microscopic know. drop of, of water from, from an endless sea.
Okay, so we'll we'll stop here for today. Okay, you you you're going back to um